proper preparation prevents poor performance. That's right. That's why we're giving you playoff streamers one week, two weeks ahead. It's all about planning today, people. You got to plan ahead to get those championships. So let's get straight to it. Welcome to the Fantasyland Football Podcast. All righty then. Three days away from old Santa Claus coming to town. No. He's not no, coming. He's not. He's, not, he's coming. not coming. Not for me. Are you, are you on the good list or the uh, naughty list? I'm on, yeah. I'm on the list. That I'm getting my presents no matter whether I'm on the good list or naughty list. Wow. So you're on the elitist list, the Christmas elitist. I'm on the, if you still believe Santa is real, then fat GG's to you. Come on, bro. Have some Christmas spirit. No. Honestly, (laughs) can I ask you a question, actually, by the way? Because my family keeps wanting to watch Christmas movies. I don't like Christmas-themed media. I don't care to listen to Christmas music. I don't care to watch Christmas movies. If it's Christmas and I'm with family, why not watch a movie we actually want to watch that we haven't seen before? Why do I have to rewatch the same movies that... The only movie that is acceptable, in my opinion, is Elf, just because it's a fantastic movie. There's a lot of people who are dis- going to disagree on that. But where do you stand on that? I just Am I, I the think, only one? I think if you can watch Elf, you can watch a Christmas movie. Yeah, but any Christmas we, all, we also don't have to. We could watch a movie that we want to watch instead. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I mean... I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I guess, why do you have chocolate... Well, you don't like chocolate, but I was going to say, why do you have chocolate at Easter? Or why do you have, mm. you know, like you, you, Christmas is for the presents and like the Christmas feel, you know, it's cold outside. You grab a hot chocolate, you sit down and you yeah, have, let's put the I fireplace mean, on. Let's yeah. Put the Christmas tree on. Yeah. And let's know? watch an action movie that none of us have seen. You know? I mean, is, uh, I guess the real question is, is Die Hard a Christmas movie? Yes. Yes. No, no it's not. Yeah, it is. It is Wednesday, the 22nd of December. It is Wednesday, my dudes. And uh, three days away from Santa Claus coming to town. It's a good good show today. I'm Zach. That is Badaki. Before we get into the topic today, we need to talk about some news. What is going on here? All right. Everyone is on COVID. Everyone has either gone on the IR because of a injury or they have COVID or they're on the COVID reserve list. That yeah. is the official news for today. I mean, all of Kansas City's weapons, Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey, mm-hmm. all on COVID. Uh, Chris Godwin's done for the year. Julio Jones has been done bef- since before the year. Um, Mike Evans, will he play? Who knows? Uh, honestly, this the news today is every I think player on your roster is questionable for this yeah, week. Yeah, and that's exactly what you need to know. I know you probably want news. Maybe you were hoping to see. You know, I wonder if these guys have something different. It's COVID. That's yeah. it. Every single person is COVID. You need to keep your eyes on the ground, eyes, ears on the ground, and make sure that you're listening and making sure that each and every one of your players do not contract COVID the day before the game starts or on the day, uh, on Sunday. 
because yeah. it, that's exactly what's happening. There's no way I feel like we can kind of keep up with what's happening in the National Football League. Yeah. With COVID. There's supposed to be new protocols where apparently you don't get tested unless you have symptoms. So we'll see if that takes into a place this week. But why? But isn't so. I don't know. If you I don't, don't know. I'm if not you a don't, doctor. I'm, I want to know. I'm just interested in the stats yeah. of like, I want to know who got tested. Who tested positive without the symptoms and weren't able to play? Because you're saying, yeah. I'm assuming there's a lot of players that have maybe complained saying, well, I don't have any symptoms. I'm fine. I just have COVID in my body. <laughs> I have, uh, honestly, that's, that's you can still play. I don't know. I don't know. How who knows, man? I, I just want everything. I just want to move on. That That's just me, though. You know, I just want to move on with life. But I'm sure I, I respect where everyone is and it's affected everyone in, you know, interesting ways hey chris godwin tore his acl we did not know that the last time we recorded a podcast this is massive news and it's also massive for his free agency in the offseason he's going to be a free agent he was placed on the franchise tag this year they weren't able to get a long-term deal done i don't think this is going to make any team hesitant to sign him to big money i i think every team is still going to be willing to offer him a massive, massive contract in free agency. Do you agree? Yeah, I think. Played actually, by actually, it all depends on how he recovers. I mean, ACL I so. for wide receivers, it's not hard to recover from. Let's not forget the best wide receiver in fantasy right now tore his ACL two years ago. That's Cooper Cup. Yeah, and you know, and that's the thing. Like, is it going to be two years until he's he's up and ready? All right, let, well, me, let me rephrase that. It's going to be two years. Cup wasn't bad last year. It's going to be two years until reliable. Yeah, it's going to be two years until like okay, he he can really produce for our team. I know, you know, yeah, golf wasn't reliable. Yeah, and I don't know. I, I think that those are the question marks. I don't think he's going to be automatically jumping to a team because during yeah. the off season he's still going to be in rehab. I don't know if teams are going to want to sign rehab, him. I I mean, I would love him on any of my teams. I feel like he is without a doubt a top ten wide receiver in the league you know right now, i think opinion. he'll probably be one Talent of the last wise. he'll probably be one of the last wide receivers to be signed due to this injury because of how mm-hmm. late it is in the season or he'll be the first because people are like i, I just want to uh, let's lock this up you know what i mean <laughs> yeah. hard to say elijah mitchell uh game time decision for thursday night apparently it's trending in the right direction so the official quote was that it took a positive turn this week mm. all cleared from the concussion now we just need to get past that knee injury so it's looking possible at this point that yeah. he goes. I think it's probably an 80% chance that he's on the field. MVS yeah. is the other person that we should, and Cole Beasley, that we should briefly mention about being on the COVID list mm. because they are role players and have some sort of fantasy relevancy. Outside of that, a lot more people are going to be put on the COVID list this week, in my opinion. Yeah, Could I change. Agree. Hopefully not, but... Honestly, the best resource is Twitter. You can follow us at Fantasyland underscore FB. We retweet a lot of news, and um, there's so many, so many sources on on Twitter. You got to have your uh, your notifications on and, and be you ready. And, and even the sleeper app notifications are really, really good too. So yeah. let's get to Thursday night football. Excuse me, can I touch you for a minute? Excuse me, can I touch you for a minute? All right, this is a fantastic matchup. It actually is. The 8 and 6 49ers at the 9 and 5 Titans. The over under is 44 and a half. 
Feels like an over game. It does feel like an over game. I mean, uh, this is this is must win for the for the Niners. Is it must win for both teams? I feel when you like think about the Titans. Like the Titans are probably going to make the playoffs, but imagine they lose this game. They would go to nine and six. The Colts could tie them in the division if they lose this game. Mm, yeah, it's crazy. It, and I think, uh, yeah, I guess it's a it's a must win for both of these teams. But it's going to be interesting. This is going to be a good game. At least the expectation. I think AJ Brown should be back for this Thursday night football game, which is going to be exciting. If you're AJ Brown owner, if yeah. you're probably going to start him, we'll probably talk about that. Um, yeah, yeah lots of storylines. Hopefully, Elijah mm-hmm. Mitchell is back. Hey, shout out to the 49ers. You know, before the season. Look, I just want to say where I am now. But before the season, I said this team probably wasn't going to make the playoffs. I now think they have a good chance to, to make the playoffs, but I still don't view them as contenders in the NFC. I right. could be wrong on that. I think they have good pieces. I'm excited to see what Trey Lance will do next year, but I I still don't think that this is a contending team. When I say contending, meaning they could win a Super Bowl this year, but it's a good team. And they're exciting to watch. A bunch of playmakers. Hopefully, Elijah Mitchell is back. If he is, you can absolutely start him with confidence. How about if he's not back? Do you feel confident enough to start Jeff Wilson in his place after a good game this week? I think so. I think Jeff Wilson should be a decent star guy. That I mean, I I don't like it. It's a whole mental thing. Thursday night football. It's week two of the playoffs and fantasy. I don't want to take that risk. I'd rather have somebody on a Sunday. But um, I don't think Jeff Wilson could necessarily. Not saying he can't produce, but I feel like his his ceiling is not as high as I would want it to be. You know, you want to hear something crazy? Hmm. The Titans give up the least amount of points to fantasy running backs right now. Wow. This is coming off a game where they stopped Najee Harris. I think he had twelve carries for eighteen yards or something like that. If I'm not mistaken, Jeff Wilson can catch the ball though. He can, but he's not been given that opportunity much. And it feels like, personally, I do think there are worse options out there, but I'm leaning on the side of, hey, like Debo could actually be the one in the backfield. Yeah, and th- and that's, that's the other thing I was going to say. I don't know if I trust the 49ers just to run with Wilson the whole time. Mm. It's, yeah, I think there's other people that I would be starting over him in week you Not know, a good matchup. Yeah, yeah I mean, but there's so many people. At the same time, I still have confidence to start Mitchell <laughs> if he plays. Because I think he's a, a, a much bigger um, part of the offense than, um, than Wilson is when they both start. For whatever reason, and I think it's because they love Mitchell, Debo doesn't get in the backfield maybe other than two or three times in a game when Mitchell is the starting running back. Yeah. They just trust Mitchell in a different way. Mm-hmm. And hopefully he gets enough work through the air. Anyway, George Kittle's been great. You start him. Debo, wide receiver two on the year. You start him. Ayuk, how about Ayuk? Where do you sit on that? It was a game that let a lot of people down this week. Hopefully yeah. they still made it through despite I think, that. I think for Ayuk, you know, once again, this is playoffs week two. You want to avoid any ends and for maybes. You need absolute guarantees. You need to avoid him, I think, in my opinion. Mm. I mean, he could have a game, but I would rather start somebody else that, you know, I feel a lot more comfortable with than Ayuk. I'll say this. I think there are worse options out there. You know, the matchup was decent last week, but the Titans are pretty good against running backs. 
but they're awful against wide receivers. They give up mm. the second most points to wide receivers. So I think he's within the conversation of potential starts. Yeah. There are other people I would rather play. I think he was a streamer for us last week on the podcast. Um, so I think you can play him, but there might be better options. Jimmy G has been really good. I mean, there's there's not much to say. He's been really good for fantasy, and I think he's a great start this week um, if you need a streaming option for quarterbacks. I would I would absolutely trust Jimmy G to get me anywhere from 15 to 20 points in this matchup. On the Titan side of the ball, is there any startable players on this team? That's w- when we were looking at this matchup, I'm thinking to myself, is there literally anyone on this team that I'm going to start? You know, A.J. Brown, I don't know if he plays or not. Maybe he does. It's a short week. I know he's back at practice. That doesn't mean he's going to be playing. If he plays, yeah, you can probably start A.J., but if he doesn't, who... Do you start anyone? Do you you trust Foreman? I don't know. Yeah, there's no one else I will be starting on the Titans. Um, I mean, I'm thinking of Ryan Tannehill. I'm thinking Mm. um, Akini Westbrook or Westbrook Akini. Um, Julio, but Julio, I don't think Julio's gonna even gonna play. No, I don't yeah. trust anyone. I trust no one. Don't start anyone on the Titans. I, if AJ Brown plays, I, I think you have to play him. Even you know, AJ Brown is if a report comes out, AJ Brown should see his typical workload. Everything should be should be fine. I think AJ Brown, you start him if that report comes yeah. out. But if they if so, it's a, if it's a limited, you know, or AJ Brown's gonna be limited his first mm. the first aid, no. Nah. The interesting thing with Foreman is he's coming off two games in a row where he scored over 14 points. It's interesting. I mean, the snap percentage is a little bit higher. I don't know. It's San Francisco's defense isn't necessarily a cakewalk, though. So yeah, I I, I would be hesitant to start him. But again, it's like Ayuk. These are both guys that are within the conversation. It really depends on your options. But I would prefer to find another option. But there is no way I'm starting Ryan Tannehill at this point in, in the no. playoffs. I, no there way. are just so many better options, in my opinion. What's crazy is that how this team is 9-5, and five, right? Yeah. 9-5, nine, nine and five, and they're still winning games. I mean, to be fair, they played... They're up and down, for yeah, sure. Yeah, I mean, yeah. they didn't have the best crazy matchups. But, yeah, it's just so interesting how... Like, it feels like they're, they're about to get healthy at the right time, though. If yeah, exactly. Henry, AJ, Julio can all get healthy in the next three weeks, they could be going into the playoffs as a very dangerous team. Imagine Derrick Henry rests the whole time. Well, he's not going to be resting, but... Yeah, he just needs to get he, healthy. He comes back healthy. That's mm. crazy. The thing is, how do they go from him having such a bad injury to just 30 carries a game again? That will be an interesting story. Well, that's okay because you have someone like a foreman that is a big back that has gotten used and acclimated to this work. Not workload, but to the usage. Yeah. yeah. So it's going to be interesting. Julio, you don't start him. Just, I don't know if we covered that, but yeah, no. He's a fallen fallen star here. I mean, there's something that needs to be said. A fallen star. It's happened. We've seen it before, right before our eyes. I also just wonder, well... Honestly, the injury issue is bigger than any of us realized, and that might be the reason he never returns to that star form. Mm. All right, guys, we're going to give you week 17 streaming options right now. That's right. As we record this, we're heading into week 17. Well, actually, as we record this, there's a couple games on, and (laughs) week 15 is wrapping up, but Mm. we're heading into week 17. 
16. But on this podcast, we're giving you week 17 streaming options. Why? Because you need to be thinking ahead. If you wait until next week to pick up players for your potential championship matchup, the waiver wire will be bare and you will have done it too late. Now's the time to prepare ahead. So just want to make sure everyone knows this is week 17 streaming options. We will have week 18 available on YouTube as well, which we'll talk to you about at the end. But um, week 17, let's talk about quarterbacks. Quarterbacks that you can stream in next week's matchups. The first quarterback that comes to mind is Kirk Cousins. He plays the Packers. Mm -hmm. who give up the fifth most points to quarterbacks, which is surprising because they've been a good defense. But quarterbacks have found a way to score fantasy points against this defense. Kirk is quarterback eight on the year. Quarterback eight. And since the bye week, since his bye week, he's been the quarterback four. So he's been balling out. I mean, if you look at his... If you look at him on sleeper, it's just consistency, consistency, consistency. There's not been a game where he scored under, I think, 14 fantasy points this year. Yeah. And there's been multiple games over 20. He's been really great. You think about matchups and game script, I guess, more in particular. Versus this Packers offense, this is going to have to be a high-scoring game yeah. for the Vikings to, have to have a chance. You have to put up a ton of points. You think about it, those times when it's maybe fourth and three, fourth and two, and they're in field goal range, maybe Mike Zimmer says, hey, let's go for it. I mean, we're Aaron Rodgers is sitting on the other side. so yeah. And I, I think that they could potentially have Adam Thielen back for this game. So yeah. everything to me points towards this being one of the best streaming options in Week 17. And that's what I was about to say. Adam Thielen could be one of the guys that could be that could come mm-hmm. back and really change and help this team moving mm-hmm. forward. Really quick, breaking news. Oh, really? Le'Veon Bell signed to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. It's not oh. really breaking news, but that's very interesting because I'm assuming that Leonard Fournette injury is probably a lot more serious than mm. we probably imagine. Um, oh, that's, my God. Le'Veon Bell and Antonio Brown are on the same team. Holy shit. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Honestly, though, Tom was going to make that. Ha- Tom made that happen. Tom, I, Antonio I Brown, and Le'Veon Bell will score a touchdown in the same game again. What do you mean, Tom made that happen though? Sorry. Because no, I'm it's saying not Tom, as if anyone really well, wanted. Le'Veon. I'm saying, I'm saying, like Tom is going to make what I just said happen. Antonio Brown mm-hmm. and Le'Veon Bell scoring a touchdown in the same game for since years. It's also come out that the Bucks are now likely to place running back Leonard Fournette on injured reserve with the hamstring injury, so you will not have him for the rest of the fantasy playoffs. That is. That is actually massive, massive news. Um, wow. Yeah. So I that is that is uh, <laughs> that that's change, the season that change, for Leonard Fournette. That changes a lot. Playoff Rojo is coming to emergence here. I mean, right. my guy, something special. Now nah, we'll see what happens. Yeah. Well, shout out to Leonard Fournette. <laughs> the GGs boys, thanks for playing. But the other thing here is we have already seen the coaches come out and put faith in Ronald Jones. Exactly. Literally, Bruce Arians said. We need Ronald Jones to do what Leonard Fournette did last year towards the end of is, the year. Is Le'Veon Bell just going to be the pass catching back now? I think Lev is more depth. Like, I didn't see anything from his game in Baltimore that made me say, oh, this is this is a guy who should be getting touches. Yeah, well, this team is 
extremely better one this offensive line is extremely better too he has one of the best quarterbacks in the national football league to ever play i mean if anyone can make Le'Veon bell relevant it could be tom brady in this offensive line i think at this point if you pick him up in fantasy it'll be a waste of your time oh i don't i'm not saying pick him up in fantasy it's just going to be very interesting totally it'll be interesting moving forward i hope that Uh, doesn't hurt ronald jones but i (laughs) I don't think anyone has a confidence to start any of them anyway uh russell wilson is our second guy uh streamer of the week here lions get he played week 17 for week 17 sorry (laughs) lions gave up the 15 most points to the quarterback position obviously the lions i mean they're playing with pride right now they just beat Mm -hmm. the arizona Cardinals. this one pride baby this could be a a tough matchup but hey russell wilson has been doing his thing ever since mcdc motor (laughs) city dan campbell (laughs) yo that was kind of hot when I heard that. I was like, oh, shit. That's kind of yeah, cool. I know, the way right. yeah. um, <laughs> well, the city of uh, Detroit loves Dan Campbell, and I, I do too. You know why Fair they enough. like him? Because Just a grinded-out guy. I mean, he fits the city. A hundred percent. And, like, he, 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 you need passion. That's what I need yeah. for a Giants head coach. You're telling Tom me Coughlin. this team had one win all game, and they're that passionate to play the Cardinals? That's amazing. That's amazing. That's great coaching. <laughs> From week 12 onwards, Russell Wilson has been the quarterback five. He is getting his mojo, confidence, whatever he needs back. Mm. Yeah, they won the last two games, you know, and they could come out and hope and win this game in week 17. Yeah. Here. They need to. They need to win this game. I think they need to win out to make it to the playoffs if they have any mm-hmm. you know, hopes to go to the playoffs. So Russell Wilson, in my opinion, is a great star. I know the Lions are kind of in the middle of the pack to giving up points to the quarterback position. But yeah. they're going to do every the Russell Wilson and the Seahawks are going to do everything they can to get themselves in a playoff position. Yeah, it started out rough, but he he looks he looks good in the last couple of games. I think it's just going to keep getting better. Our, our last quarterback option for Week 17 streams is Tua Tagovailoa. Mm-hmm. Tua I saw a tweet. I don't know if you remember. Did you see the the play where he trucked over a defender? Yeah. He was running. Yeah, yeah. There was a tweet said, to a truck a motherfucker over. (laughs) (laughs) Um, He plays the Titans, who give up the 11th most points to quarterbacks. He's averaging 21.5 points in games where he's been fully healthy. Why is that important? Because if you look at his average, uh, if you look at his where he is on the year as a quarterback, it's terrible. That's because he's missed a bunch of games. If you look at his average per game, it's bad as well, because there's been two or three games where he's not played most of the game because of an injury. Mm-hmm. But if you look at the games where he's been fully healthy, fully himself, averaging over 21 and a half points per game, that is very reliable from the quarterback position. He gets Jalen Waddle back from the COVID list this week. So he'll be back in sync with him. And Waddle, we've said this before, but he's there are certain guys on your team, they only need to touch the ball one time and they can score. That's Jalen Waddle. He raises to a ceiling significantly Devonte Parker and Mike Kosecki give him good depth at, at the receiving um in the receiving court, excuse me. And I think both teams are going to be fighting for playoffs in this game. This is going to mean a lot to both of these teams. And uh, Tua becomes a very reliable starter. Normally it's easy for me to rank where I sit with these quarterbacks, but all three of these guys, it for me, it becomes super difficult. I think Kirk is probably one. Yeah. I think I it's crazy to say, but I think maybe Tua is second and then Russ. Uh, I would go the, the way it's at right now, Kirk, Russ, and Tua. Uh, okay. I do believe Russ is going to continue to come back and play a really great game um, and continue to play great football. So, 
uh, he has to. They have MC to win DC out. MCDC scares me, bro. MCDC scares me. He has me. to win out. We'll see what happens. That's, that's different kind of passion right there. <laughs> uh, so we both agree Kirk is the yeah. is the number one quarterback number one. there. All right. We're going to give you some defensive streaming options for week 17. Badaki, why don't you tell us the three options that people should be looking for? I mean, there are clear options, right? You know, if you have one of these elite defenses, but these mm-hmm. are guys that could be on your waiver wire for, for defensive pickups. Pick them up now so you don't have to worry next week. Yeah, in week 17, we have the Miami Dolphins playing the Houston Texans and all the fourth most points of fantasy defense. I mean, everything is self-explanatory here. These guys give up a lot of points of defenses. You pick them up and you start them as a streaming option. Uh, we have the Saints, New Orleans Saints against the Carolina Panthers. This is a divisional game as well. The Panthers give the six most points of fantasy defenses. And, I mean, we saw what the Saints just did to Tom Brady. I don't, I don't remember the last yeah. time Tom Brady has ever been shut out. It's been 15 years. That's crazy. And the New England Patriots against the Jacksonville Jaguars. The Jacksonville Jaguars allow the second most points to fantasy defenses in the Patriots. I mean, it's Bill, the Bill Belichick theory. We'll see. I mean, he, he does and destroys rookie quarterbacks. It's going to continue. Yeah. Let's rank these guys. For me... It goes Pats, Dolphins, Saints. I, I just I, would actually, I trust Bill over over everyone. Yeah, I trust Bill. I want to say the Saints is my second one, just purely yeah, because okay. Cam is prone to make. I mean, I feel like Cam and Davis Mills are in the same trajectory of throwing interceptions, making mistakes, fumbling right. the ball. Right. You know, so I think that's pretty even. I'll yeah. I'll Patriots, Saints, Dolphins. All right, we're going to move on to wide receivers here, people. By the way, I do. I honestly think Saints or Dolphins will be available in in most leagues. Dolphins mm. might be harder because they just played the Jets, but a lot of people will drop them this week and not realize that they have a great matchup in Week 17. So look for that after the waivers pass this week. Same for the Saints. A lot of people might yeah. drop them. Um. All right, wide receivers that you can start in week 17. Look, I I just want to be clear before we talk about these options. These are not players that we would prefer to start Mm. by any means, okay? We would prefer to have elite guys, even in difficult matchups, rather than these okay players in good matchups. But you might not be so privileged. You might need... Some options that could be on your waiver wire or could be deep in your bench. And you want to know if you can start them because you don't have those guys that you can rely on. I mean, I am someone who's been in that position. You know, in my first week of the playoffs, I had to start Amon Ross St. Brown and Russell Gage. Not superstars of fantasy necessarily, but guys that I liked in their matchups and that I trusted. So these are the kind of players that we're bringing to you. The first one is Devontae Parker. Okay, he plays the Titans in week 17, who currently at this time give up the second most points to wide receivers. He's been killed with injuries, Parker has this year. He's been destroyed by injuries. But if you actually look at the games where he's been healthy and he's played full in those games, he's averaging over 12 PPR points in those games. Again, that is not matchup winning it's but it's it's a guy that you can rely on to give you fantasy output it's not a goose egg on your starting lineup 
And uh, those are reliable players. If the Titans in this game focus in on Waddle, Parker becomes a safety blanket. And in the red zone, Tua is looking for him more and more as the season goes on. I think the Titans will be able to score against the Dolphins. I think this is going to be a high-scoring game. So Parker is someone that I feel like you could use, let's say you're in a two-flex league, or you just don't have any wide receivers. He's he's a reliable option for Week 17. Yeah, I don't mind Parker. I think it's going to be interesting to see what he does moving forward. Our second... Week 17 wide receivers, Jacoby Myers playing the Jacksonville Jaguars, allowed the six most fancy points of wide receivers. Currently wide receiver 34 on the year. Nothing crazy. But what's amazing is the targets. He's 26 in targets. I mean, this is great for a young wide receiver here. Obviously, this doesn't necessarily put it. I mean, what really did affect him was that game where he didn't get no targets against that, that weather yeah. game against the Bills. So that was a little bit. Yeah, and he's still 26 on the year. Isn't that, that's yeah. crazy. So, look, I think... It's like he had two bye weeks. <laughs> Actually, and yeah. he did nothing. He was just on the field to block because it. he had a line up. It wasn't yep. even blocking. They just had a line yeah. up. <laughs> yeah. Look, I think Jacoby Myers moving forward, especially against the Jaguars, should be a great start. Um, so, if you have Jacoby Myers, I mean, I have him in multiple leagues in the playoffs, and, and definitely for Week 17, I'm going to be starting him because I yeah. do believe this is a great matchup. He gets the targets. He doesn't get the touchdowns, but the targets mm. are there. So, be confident yeah. in the targets. Good PPR play. Again, none of these guys are are all-stars, but none of these all-stars will be on your waivers anyway. Mm-hmm. Tyler Boyd's the last option here. <sighs> what a relationship with Tyler Boyd in fantasy. It's uh, it's extremely up, extremely down. You start him, it doesn't pan out. You sit him, he goes off. I mean, there is no in-between. He is, in my opinion, of all three of these guys, I think he's one of the most risky options we're presenting because of the range of outcomes. But he could be available. I believe they play the Chiefs, if I'm not mistaken. And um, that could lead to a high-scoring matchup. Uh, It's a risky start. There could be better options. But the way I look at Tyler Boyd, if you're looking on your waiver wire right now, it's going to be hard to find a wide receiver with a higher upside on your waiver wire than what Tyler Boyd has on a weekly basis. Yes, the range of outcomes is so up and down. But versus the Chiefs, we hope it's a high-scoring game. Both teams are going to be playing for playoff seeding. The Bengals are going to need to win just to keep up in their division. Where do you feel like this is a a conversation we should have, Tyler Boyd, with your playoffs on the line? Are you okay to start him? No. And (laughs) I love how we're bringing him. No, and the only reason why we're bringing them is because obviously everything that's happening. The whole COVID situation, people are getting injured. Yeah. I mean, if you had a Chris Godwin or even a Mike Evans, let's say you had Chris Godwin and Mike Evans on the same team, and both of these guys just went down, and the only other guy you have on your in your yeah. on the waiver wires or on your bench is Tyler Boyd. Yeah, I guess I'm trying to bring you some sort of confidence, saying that you know yeah. what, this could be a good matchup. Yeah. Not saying that we love it. But yeah, I think it's gonna it's very difficult to start Tyler Boyd, but we saw exactly what happened last week when mm. they shut down Chase um Jamar Chase. Tyler Boyd is always there. He's always been there. He's reliable. He had a sixty f- 
what, 60-plus yard touchdown or 57-yard-plus touchdown, if I'm not mistaken. Mm. I mean, it's difficult. Men's never been a marquee winner shutdown, eh? <laughs> Men's not hot, never hot. Um, <sighs> yeah, I don't know. I like Tyler Boyd. I've always loved Tyler Boyd from day one. I think he could be a great wide receiver, too, if there wasn't a wide receiver, too. There Honestly, already. for Dynasty, Boyd has to go. For the sake of his relevancy and the sake of Higgins and Chase, we only need two options here. You know, it's it's just, he's got to go. Otherwise, this is going to be so frustrating every year to try and figure out, you know, every week even. Is Chase going to be, the, is it going to be Higgins? Yeah. Is Boyd going to get touchdowns? It's going to be interesting to see what happens. Yeah, and I'll take part Boyd of that on is, the is, yeah, you take Boyd on the Giants. I feel like he is almost every wide receiver that you have outside of Kenny Galladay. He stays healthy, though, at least. <laughs> yeah, true, true. He does stay healthy. I'll give you that. Uh, all right, tight ends. Uh, what's a tight end that people could start in week 17? Right? Yeah, first tight end is Foster Moreau playing against the Colts. Give it the second most points to tight ends. Obviously, you saw what Hunter Henry did against the Colts last week, scoring mm. two touchdowns, obviously, in not garbage time, but he was a guy that was being targeted in the end zone. So mm-hmm. I do believe this could happen here with the Raiders and the Colts here. Obviously, if Darren Waller isn't back, you start Foster Moreau. And obviously, if Foster Moreau, if Darren Waller is back, then you start Darren Waller and he can be great. In week 15, he caught seven out of nine target for 65 yards. It's all right. Yeah, it's, I mean, that is that is probably a top eight tight end that week, if I remember yeah. correctly. Yeah, so it wasn't terrible. So I think Foster Moreau moving forward, if Darren Waller doesn't come back, especially in week 17 yeah. against the Colts, I think is a great, great start. Yeah. No, he he probably would become star of the week if Darren Waller isn't. And to be fair, like back for that game, the Raiders, they're fighting, man. Yeah, they are fighting. They want to make it to the playoffs. Derek Carr is like, I'm just so excited that we can even Bro, the play AFC, meaningful games. The AFC wild card, like in the hunt, it's there are so many teams. Mm-hmm. There's like ten teams. It's crazy. It is. Uh yeah, I like Foster Moreau. There, it was frustrating watching that game because I felt like he made a lot of mental mistakes. But when you look at the stat line, I mean, for Carr, pretty pretty decent. No, for Foster. Oh, for Foster. Okay, okay. But um, it's pretty decent there. He's a young guy, still learning. All right, Zach Ertz, not a young guy, but uh, has become a feature weapon in this offense. Maybe due to necessity. I yes. mean, when D Hop isn't playing we can see the value that Hurts brings for fantasy. He's playing the Cowboys in Week 17. They're very good against Titans. So this isn't a a start or a stream based off of matchup, but it's more based off of a favorable fantasy game script. It feels like the Cowboys will be able to score against the Cardinals, and this should lead to a shootout game. Anything's possible, right? Anything can happen. But if we look at it on paper... This could be a shootout game, which means Ertz could be heavily relied upon. Again, D-Hop out for the year. In week 15, Zach Ertz, six catches, wait for, on 11 targets. Whoa. 11 targets. You can see how much Kyler is looking towards Ertz without DeAndre Hopkins. And by the way, he went for 74 yards. He probably finishes as a top eight tight end himself last week. I think he's a good option. I mean, yeah. I would rank him in the top eight tight ends going into next week. So there are much worse options that you could have 
um, in your in your week 17 matchups. Yeah, I agree. Probably I think, championship for most people. I think the biggest thing for me, especially with Zach Ertz, is that D-hop. So I know you mentioned that already. But that's the, yeah. I'm starting. That gives me the utmost confidence to start Great. Zach Ertz because of because of the De, uh, DeAndre Hopkins being out. Yeah. Last tight end stream of the week for week 17 is Pat the Dragon, Pat Fryer Muth playing the Cleveland Browns. My name is Cleveland Brown, and I am Mountain TV. They give up the 11 most fantasy points to tight ends. They're kind of in the middle ish of the pack, middle end, middle top of the pack, I guess. He's seventh. In touchdowns on the year seven no he has seven touchdowns he has seven touchdowns on the year <laughs> another fun fact actually um he is also currently tied in 12 and he is top five in touchdowns amongst tight ends did you know yeah that? so it's absolutely it's i mean yeah the yardage <laughs> is definitely not keeping him in there but what no. he does in the in the red zone and to be fair he, he would have had another him. touchdown if he didn't drop or if they didn't punch that ball out yeah i, I mean it was a cold ball, and then they punched it out last second. Do you mm-hmm. agree on that? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it was a I touchdown. Agree. I mean, it was great. It was a great throw by hey, Ben. Do you want to hear something crazy? I'm sorry, because I've been thinking about Pat Frymuth and Kyle Pitts a lot. Do you want to hear something crazy? I'm listening. Kyle Pitts is the tight end five in PPR formats right now. Right now. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. I told sh- you guys it wasn't that hard to get to tight end five before are the year. Sh- are we sure it's tight end five I'm sure. right now? He is. Yes. You can you can see it on Sleeper. Um, how can you see oh it on boy. Sleeper? Careful. Be careful. How, can, how do you see it on Sleeper? Uh, I'm just opening up Sleeper. I'm looking at it. Tight end five on the year in PPR formats. Mm. Uh, I told you guys before the year, it's not that hard to do that. Oh, <laughs> Oh, crap. I mean, he had a good game, to be fair. I mean, he looked good. That, yeah, that deep did. catch, you could see the athleticism. Anyway, we're talking about Pat for week seven. Um, yeah, look, obviously, Pat, uh, sorry, Pat is one of Big Ben's favorite target in the red zone. He's going to get yep. looked, okay? I mean, it, all you need is one touchdown. Mm-hmm. And then Pat has a great game, okay? So this is going to be a tough game as well. This is a must-win game, must win game for both teams. It's yeah. a divisional game. I mean... Um, if I'm not mistaken, I think this game is at home as well, and it's a Monday night game. So you just want special. it all to matter. You exactly, know? you just you, want it all to matter. It's a prime time game. It's probably one of Big Ben's last prime time game. If he doesn't make the playoffs, he's going to make it matter, and Pat Frymuth is going to be the reason why it matters. Yeah, I like it. All right, guys. Again, I know this is a very informational podcast, but information knowledge, knowledge is power, especially in the playoffs. And, um, you know, there are some people who are floating through the playoffs and they might lose because they're just sticking with the Steelers defense, even though it's been terrible. But you're listening. You want to make sure you're on top of things and uh, you want to make sure you pick up the right people for each matchup. Mm -hmm. So uh, give yourself a nice little pat on the back. You deserve it. And I quickly wanted to say um, as well, we are going to be doing week 18 streaming options. They will be available a week before week 18. However, we won't be doing a podcast for that. And the reason being is that we're going to take a little break and be with our families. Yeah. I'm going on a holiday for Christmas. Badaki's going to be with family for Christmas. We're, we're kind of going to take a, a, a break, a little refresh, be with family throughout this, this you know Christmas, New Year season. And then we're going to come back around the third or the fourth 
to bring um, all the off-season content for you. I mean, we're not going to stop. It's, you know, we're going to give you uh, MVPs, busts, talk about Dynasty, um, everything in the off-season. We're going to keep going the way we did last year with a couple tweaks. But anyway, if you want that week 18 streaming video, it will be on YouTube. YouTube.com slash FantasylandFootball. You can subscribe there. We put out a bunch of content and some more exciting news coming in the offseason with that. But um, stay tuned uh, there on YouTube to find that video. Yeah, really exciting. A Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. We got one more podcast this week, though. Yeah. One more. But still, Merry Christmas. We'll, we'll do matchups. And, um, I can absolutely confirm that Santa is not real. Hmm. And if you heard that for the first time, I'm sorry, but I'm, sorry. I, I'm glad you heard it from me <laughs> and it wasn't from your parents. I'm just being real with you. Yeah. Just being real. Mm-hmm. Um, tell us, you know, fi- find a friend who will tell you what you need to hear, not what you want to hear. Am I right? I'm right. Something like that. <laughs> um, all right, guys. Hey, have a good rest of your week. We'll see you on the next podcast on Thursday or matchups. So we'll see you there. See you there. Hey. hey. Yeah, you. The one listening to this podcast. You made a good decision today. Keep making those good decisions. You know what? Go ahead and do a little dance right now like no one's watching. Because you... You deserve it.